In today's show, we're looking ahead to Friday in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We are here to look ahead to Friday in the NBA. Let's talk about it right now. First game we look at is the Cavs and the Wizards. Dean Wade is someone I want to watch. Um, he has struggled a lot when he plays at small forward. Um, what's his role going to be in a game where they have upgraded Darius Garland to questionable? Weirdly enough, I don't know why they would have. Uh, don't know why they would bother bringing Garlo back. But where does Wade fit in? Does Kevin Love play? Does Chetty Osman play? There are so many. Um, so many unknowns with that, I guess, is, is the best way of, of me uh, of me phrasing that. Um, we just don't know how it's all going to, to pan out. But Wade has impressed at times. Other times has struggled in a um, in a role where he doesn't get to play at power forward. But let's see what he can do. And also Isaac Okoro, who, is, who has taken it up for sure with um, Garland out. Um, but if Garland does play, where does Okoro's value lie? Can he start to do things more efficiently or add more peripherals? He's been okay, especially as a point streamer. He's getting double-digit points. I wouldn't say that he is a must-roster player, though. For the Wizards, Bradley Beal is out yet again. So Ish Smith is going to get more minutes. So is Hal Neto. They're going to get more run. They're going to get more usage. They're going to get more assist opportunities. So they can become stream options there. And then also, we want to always watch what um, your mate Scott Brooks is going to do with Dan Gafford. Will da- Gafford be unable to play more than 17 minutes because of ineptitude, sorry, uh, fatigue? Um, I-, I don't know. But we want to see if he ever goes to the starting Gafford lineup, if he ever goes to the 25-minute-a-night Gafford lineup. <sighs> and how much is he going to annoy the shit out of me? The answer to that question is a lot. Let's look at the next game. Uh, up here on the uh, on the slate, we're looking at the Magic and the Sixers. Mo Bumba did not play on Thursday. One, two, three, four, five. So is he going to return? What's the minutes distribution going to look between him and Wendell Carter? And then Cole Anthony, who played pretty well, I thought, against the Hawks. But again, minutes limited in the Magic team in general. Their rotations continue to be a mess. Philadelphia got pumped by Miami. They only need to win one of their last two games now to secure the number one seed. So maybe they push these guys like Tobias Harris and Seth Curry a little bit more. Um, be interesting to see whether Joel Embiid plays on the back-to-back here to see you know, after he was ill coming into the Miami game and they played him, uh, they lost, do they play him in this one? And if he is out, that would help Tobias and Seth Curry and their overall value. The Nuggets and the Pistons. Always want to watch Faku Kampazzo. I do imagine that Monty Morris will return for this game. I don't expect Will Barton to be available. Um, so I, I think we look at um, Faku as having some pretty strong value as we move forward, uh, especially into this contest. And then Aaron Gordon. I do expect Michael Porter to return after he rested on Thursday. But can Gordon keep up some of his level of form, which we saw in that game on Tuesday against the Hornets? Well, for the Pistons, they are, of course, resting the ever-tired Corey Joseph. I'm not 
tired. There's Frank Jackson out. There's Wayne Ellington out. Rodney Magruder out. We don't know if Hamadou Diallo is playing. He is questionable. So you're going to get some Killian Hayes, and you're going to get a lot of Saban Lee. Also, Alf Stewart is out for the Pistons. So um, Jaleel Okafor. Maybe time to stream him in, but I really want to see how these guards look, how they play together. Um, that will be hurt a little bit if Diallo is ready to go. I don't believe Diallo will play, but there is a chance he is questionable with health and safety protocols. Next game we look at is the Jazz and the Thunder. Mike Conley could return, so we want to see what impact that has on Jordan Clarkson and on George Niang. Niang's been starting in place of Conley. He'll almost definitely move to the bench if that is the case, if Conley does play. But what does Clarkson's role look like, and does his usage and playing time drop off? Well, for the Thunder, we know Lou Dort is out. No, my son is also named Bort. But the Salt Flake, Theo Maladon, he is back off, off the injury report. Ty Jerome is questionable. So where does the Oklahoma City mudflap Kenrich Williams sit? He started last game at point guard, but there's literally every chance that he's just not even a part of the rotation as they try Horde and Hall and Brown and uh, and Deck and those guys. I could barely recognize my own dick. So you know, his value is fine as a streamer if he plays. We just don't know if he will. Moses Brown, the C part, has been playing a little bit better. He can be a stream option for big man numbers, but very, very far from being a must-roster player. The next guys we look at is the Clippers and the Rockets. Serge Barker, there is a chance that he returns in this game, but I would also suggest it's highly likely that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are both out of this game. So Reggie Jackson, Patrick Beverly, uh, Marcus Morris, he could also rest too. But um, Beverly, Kennard, Terrence Mann, value boost for those players. I don't imagine that Ibaka's going to do a huge amount in this game. If he does return, really limited minutes, but it'll be good to see him back out there. Well, for the Rockets, Cousin Kev is out once again. Um, so is Christian Wood. So is Daniel House, DJ Wilson, Avery Bradley. So we're going to be getting the big minutes of Kyrie Thomas, Armani Brooks. We're going to be getting Anthony Lamb, Cameron Oliver, Kenyon Martin Jr. Let's watch Thomas, who's had three good games in one absolute shitful game. But that shitful game was filled with a lot of assists, while Brooks can be an interesting points and threes streamer. For the Kings and the Grizzlies, Terrence Davis, a guy that we want to pay some attention to, who's been playing at a pretty high level. We don't expect Aaron Fox to return for this game. So uh, Davis has a role. While Rashawn Holmes had to exit Thursday's game early, if he is out, Damian Jones becomes a streamer. I wouldn't put my eggs in the Hassan Whiteside basket. We've been burnt on that so many times, but maybe, maybe you stream Whiteside if he gets 15 minutes. I don't put much trust in it. For the Memphis Grizzlies, um, we have got um, Desmond Bain. Uh, as a name to watch here. Now, this is a back-to-back for them. So does Jaron Jackson sit out? I don't expect Grayson Allen to be there. So Bain could jump into the starting lineup. I also want to watch Dylan Brooksy Brooks, who's playing a lot of minutes of late, really high minutes. And he's had some good games, had some bad games, but let's see what he can do, especially in a game where Jackson and Allen likely are out. Raptors and the Mavs. Um, I don't know what to make of this at all for Toronto. Chris Boucher, the wiki was ruled out. Then he was upgraded to questionable. Then he was upgraded to playing. And then he didn't play. Why? Absolute stupidity. In fact, kids, cover your ears. Absolute fucking nonsense from the Raptors. As much fucking nonsense as you could fucking get. Raptors, fuck off. That was ridiculous. And that's not just from a fantasy perspective. Like, why do it? Like, what is the point of doing it? Absolute ridiculous. But anyway, does Boucher play in this game? Do they sit him on a back-to-back? And now he comes in and plays 35 minutes. Same with Gary Trent. I don't have too much of a problem with him deciding not to play Trent. You could tell us beforehand, but I don't have that much of a problem with it. But I think that Boucher and Trent both do play in this game. As for the Mavs, Timmy Hardaway has been putting up some pretty solid numbers. I I expect that to sort of continue. And Dwight Powell thriving next to Christos Porzingis. I imagine he starts again and puts up some pretty decent numbers, especially if you're looking for a field goal percentage stream. 
Let's go to the next one. It is the Pelicans and the Warriors. Lonzo Ball is out, but they have weirdly listed Brandon Ingram as questionable. Absolutely no reason to play him. I don't know why they would. Steven Adams is also questionable. Um, so what do they do? Just look, Pelicans. Kyra Lewis, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Jackson Hayes. Like, start the three of them. What are you trying to prove? That Ingram can come back from an ankle injury? That Steven Adams isn't a disaster of a trade slash extension? I'd like to see what they do here with Kyra. I'd like to see what they do with Jackson Hayes, who's been playing pretty well. For the Warriors, now, at the time of me recording this, the Grizzlies are beating the Sacramento Kings. If the Grizzlies win that game, the Warriors will rest, I believe, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Andrew Wiggins. If the Grizzlies do lose to the Kings, and that might seem counterintuitive, intuitive, I'll tell you why, but I'll tell you what happens. If the Kings do win, that would mean, I think, that Steph and Draymond and Wiggins play. Now, Pascal, I don't know why I call him that, Eric Pascal, the triangle, he could be back. So that might cut into Toscano Anderson's minutes, and Jordan Bell apparently is going to play. But I still think Juan, after signing his big contract, is going to be pretty useful. While Bazemore, um, yeah, should continue to start and put up some okay numbers. But the, the situation with the Warriors is they are fighting with Memphis for the eight seed. And you think that sounds dumb, that if Memphis wins, they would sit their guys. But if Memphis wins, what it means is that the matchup between the Warriors and Memphis on Sunday, the last game of the season, that determines who gets the eight seed. It doesn't matter what happens in any of these other games. The Grizzlies and the Kings, they play, as we've already mentioned, on Friday. The Warriors, they play the Pelicans on Friday. If, if Memphis beats Sacramento Thursday, it literally doesn't matter what happens in that game. It's going to be the action on Sunday between Memphis and Golden State that determines who gets the eight seed and who gets the nine seed. If Memphis does, if Memphis does win, and that's what I said. If Memphis does win, so then the Warriors have no incentive to push their guys through uh, in that game on Friday when they can get some rest to some banged up players because the Friday game against the Pelicans doesn't matter. But if Memphis loses to Sacramento, if the Warriors then play New Orleans on Friday and win then they've locked up the eight seed. And then those guys can all sit on Sunday. So you might as well take it against a team who's knocked out, who's going to be less desperate, who's got injured players, play your guys, get the win, bank it, and then you're set to rest on Sunday. So that is the difference there to me. So watch that result. Um, when at Tom and me recording this, it's actually a one-point margin in favor of Memphis. If Memphis wins, Curry, Draymond, Wiggins out, most likely. If Sacramento, if Sacramento wins, I think all of those guys play. Because you can just wrap it up and then you're done. So, pay attention to that. Stream options. Bazemore, Killian Hayes, Hal Neto, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and Juan Toscano-Anderson. But of course, have a look at what categories you need in your matchup. And then for points leagues, Joshy Jackson, Alexander-Walker, Killian Hayes, Kent Bazemore, and Malachi Flynn. Guys, that'll do it for us today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. And on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. Drop your comments. Dingling the bell, give it a little ring, give me a thumb, thumb right up me, and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. <laughs>